You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Right now, we are in a new series entitled Beyond, which we will be talking about the next generation. When we talk about the next generation, nasa puso ko talaga to. Because I myself, when I got saved, I was in the campus. I can still remember that I was a college dropout during that time. And someone reached out to me. I was 18 years old, turning 19, and I was invited to a church, a victory group. And from May 10, 1998, I gave my life to Jesus Christ, and the rest is history. And I'm here. And the reason why we're going to talk about the next generation as well is because this is the heart of our movement here in Victory. That our heart is the next generation. Even when Victory started, it started in the university belt in 1984. It is based on campus because our founders, Pastor Rice Brooks and Pastor Steve, that was their heart in reaching the next generation. It is important for us to reach the next generation. I believe one of the reasons why Victory has been blessed to become like this from 1984 in U-Belt, and right now we are already averaging in Metro Manila alone that we are averaging 100,000 in attendance every Sunday. It's because of our heart to reach the next generation. Kumbaga, walang katapusan for us to share the gospel, passing the gospel, passing the baton to the next generation. One of the saddest things that I would hear is, is for example, a, a nation like Korea, a prosperous nation. In the 90s, they were a nation that sends out missionaries to different countries. And if you're going to go there as well, and nasa isang mataas kang lugar, you can see in their city that there are a lot of crosses na nakalabas. You can really see the heritage or pinanggalingan nila during the 90s. That it was really a nation who worships God. But right now, if you're going to go to their churches, probably except for the mega church, the big churches, we could see that most of the people who are attending these churches in that nation already are, are mga matatanda na. Right? No offense kung feeling mga matanda ka na rin. Pero ganun po yung fact. Why? Because they were able to worship God with all of their heart, but they were able to forget to disciple the next generation. And for us, victory, other churches are called to missions, other churches are called to, to help those who are poor. Us, victory, and anything that we do, we would always think about the next generation. That's the reason why when we reach, we help the poor, our program is real in real life where we help yung mga bata na hindi nila kayang pumasok sa skwelan because they don't have the money. So we reach them out through real life. When we go to missions, that's also our objective. When we go to, to a different country or plant a church, dapat sisimulan natin in campus. Because that is, tawag namin dito, that the next generation or the campus, it is our crown jewel. Ibig sabihin, this is something that we put value to. And because of that, and because of victory growing this big already, every nation campus. Our arm that focuses on the next generation. The reason why we have that is because, syempre, like us, mga pastors, even I was saved in 1998 knowing Jesus during that time, around 18 years old, 19 years old, umatanda na rin ako. And that's the reason why we have every nation campus, that there will always be a fresh batch of campus missionaries who would be able to relate to the next generation. But even if, even if that we have every nation campus, it doesn't mean that we are to just surrender or give the responsibility to every nation campus in reaching the next generation. I believe that all of us in this room, and not only because this is a calling of victory, but because I believe that every Christian has a responsibility to pass on the baton, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ to the next generation. 
And as we talk about generation, one of the things na naisip ko is all of us here, probably some of us here lived in the 90s or you are a millennial or the 80s. Sino ba dito yung mga lumaki ng 80s? Alright? Yung music nyo. New wave. Ganyan. Mga tears for fears. Alright? Or, or probably you're like me. I, I grew up in the 90s. Kumbaga, uh, that's my playlist sa music. Alright? The 90s. Of course, yung mga Eraserheads, River Maya. Of course, I don't listen to Backstreet Boys and, and, and ano pa ba yun? Yung Spice Girls. The ladies here probably can relate. Alright? Or probably you're a millennial here where you listen to Justin Bieber or Taylor Swift. Kumbaga tayo, because of the generations we live in, we have different preferences. Not only in, when it comes to music, but even when it comes to our fashion, we have preferences. When it comes to food, saan ba tayo kakain? Or my favorite is ramen. The other one is pasta gusto ko, di ba? When it comes to clothing, some would would want, di ba, gusto ko ganito yung forma ko. Another, another person would want, kailangan millennial lang ako, shirt lang ako, jeans, okay na yun. Ganon. Or when, when it comes to car, if you're going to be asked, ano gusto mong kotse, gusto ko SUV kasi malaki, ganyan, malakas yung, ano, yung, yung power, or gusto ko yung maliit lang because uh, tipid sa gas. Probably, we have different preferences as well when it comes to uh, the movies or the TV shows that we watch. We want, probably one would want to watch romance, one would want to watch comedy, one another person would be action. Isa naman siguro horror, di ba? Or suspense, yung gustong panoorin. Kumbaga tayo, we have different preferences. Even when it comes to choosing your lifetime partner. Diba? Have you ever asked someone or nagtaka ka na ba, bakit kaya nagustuhan ng friend natin tong lalaking to? Alright? Siguro nakakatuwa siya. Siguro yun yung preference niya, nakakatuwa. Pero doon sa friend mo, sa kanya, siya yung guwapong-guwapong lalaki. Diba? Because we have different preferences. And having different preferences is not that bad. Alright? Hindi masama yun. But it becomes bad when you start to talk about bad things against that person, the other person. Diba? For a person living in the 90s, we would think that we were the best generation. Alright? Mas magaling kami, mas maganda yung music namin, forma namin, probably, except siguro yung hip-hop na forma talagang ayoko noon, yung baggy pants na parang nalulu- nalalaglag na yung pants. Yun, parang ayoko na yun. And probably the generation right now, they would think that they are the best generation. Walang sinabi yung ibang generation. So in other words, Preferences are good, but it becomes bad when we speak bad things about other people, about another generation. And that's the reason why we have this series. Because I believe that all of us has a responsibility in speaking life in the next generation. If you are a parent here, us as parents, we, we are already dire- we are directly affected already in our homes because we have someone that God has given us to speak life into. If you are a single person here, or you are a couple, tapos yun, wala pa kayong anak, kumbaga, you are also part of this. You have a role to play. Because lahat naman tayo, God has given us, at least there is a reach for us when it comes to the next generation. Either meron tayong pamangkin, tito tayo neto, ninong tayo neto, ganyan. Or probably, uh, for example, our kids' church teachers at the back, some of them or most of them probably are single people. Single people, even if they don't have children, they are already blessing the children back there. But of course, we don't want to just surrender our children to our kids' church teacher because we have a responsibility. If you are a student here, you also have a responsibility. Because you are in, you, since you are the next generation, you are already in touch with other students who are the next generation as well. And also in the future, one day, you will be raising up or you will become an influential person that will be able to speak life to the next generation. 
either maging ninong ka, ninang, tito, tita, or magkaroon ka ng sarili mong pamilya. So it's already good. If you are a student here, it's already good for you to know what we are going to talk about as we talk, as we speak about uh, speaking life in the next generation. Alright? So ngayon, we are going to read in the book of Hebrews, chapter 11. So you can open your Bibles there or turn on your electronic Bible na nasa phone or iPad or tablet, ganyan. And we will just be reading two verses. Basahin natin ng sabay-sabay at saka malakas. Alright? One, two, three. By faith, Isaac invoked future blessings on Jacob and Esau. By faith, Jacob, when dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph, bowing in worship over the head of his staff. Let's bow our heads and pray. Lord Jesus, we just want to say thank you for this time as we are gathered here as a church community. Lord, we thank you that as, as we talk about the next generation, I pray that, that you would reveal to us your heart and your love for the next generation. Even us, Lord God, that, that, that we are, even if we are from different generations or we are the, what we call the now generation, Lord God, Thank you that the same love that you have showed through other generations, Lord God, is the same love that you have shown us. And I pray that as we finish this sermon in a few minutes, Lord God, I pray that we would have eyes to see in seeing how much you love the next generation and that we are to take part in blessing the next generation as well. Lord, we thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So what we just read in basically Hebrews 11, this chapter is, if you're going to look at your Bible, it says there, this is the hall of faith. In other words, this is the chapter where God has commended and the author of Hebrews has commended people who are faithful. They are recognized. Dito yung mga taong sinasabing faithful. And some of the people that we can see here are people like Abraham, Moses, and Enoch. Of course, we all know Abraham, the title that has been given to him that is the father of faith. Moses, we know Moses as well, especially if you watch the movie Prince of Egypt. Moses is the called out to become the deliverer. He was the one who performed many miracles in Egypt. He was also the one who crafted the Ten Commandments as God spoke that to Moses, the Ten Commandments. And also Enoch. Enoch is one of the people that never experienced death. That God was so pleased with Enoch, nakinuha na lang ni Lord si Enoch. Hindi siya namatay. Imagine that, di ba? Parang sarap nun. You will not experience pain or suffering, but because God is pleased with you, uh, God just will take you away. Those are just some of the examples of the people in this Hall of Faith. And they are there because of different reasons, different commendations. You can just read it when you go home. But here, in the book that we read, in the verse that we read, in verse 20 and 21, Isaac and Jacob was commended for their faith. And ako, nung una, binabasa ko to, I was thinking, if I'm going to commend somebody, alright, for doing a great thing, I would probably say, okay, I would commend you because you died for a good cause. I would commend you because there are a lot of people starving in this place. Tapos yun, you took the time to feed them, to clothe them, paliguan sila, ganun. That is something to be commendable. But here, it's uh, iba yung ano, that's something that we will not expect that God would commend them because of the certain, a certain thing that they did. And what is that yung ginawa ni Isaac and Jacob? What Isaac and Jacob did is one, this is verse 20, is that Isaac invoked future blessings on Jacob. On Jacob naman, he blessed the sons or yung grandchildren niya kay Joseph. In other words, it just shows how God values the next generation. It also shows as people our responsibility in blessing the next generation. They just blessed their children or yung apo nila. And then, nalagay sila sa hall of faith compared to other people. But just that just shows how God values the next 
generation. Ano ba tong first is we have to understand when we talk about blessing, what is a blessing? Basically, in its original word, blessing means bring a good word. It brings a good word. In other words, you speak it. It is spoken to that person. You bring a good word to that person that would encourage or that would empower that person. For us to appreciate this, when it comes to blessing, let's look at the story first of Isaac, Jacob, and Esau. Jacob and Esau, magkapatid yan. And if you're going to read from Genesis 25 to 27, you will see that they were having a dispute because Esau was the eldest son. He's the firstborn. Siya yung matanda. And Jacob, yung nakakabata. And usually in their culture, kapag ikaw yung nakakatanda, ikaw yung tinatawag na blessed. You have the birthright to be blessed because you are the firstborn. Ganun yung sa culture nila. So, ngayon, nagkaroon ng dispute. To make the long story short, Jacob was able to steal the birthright of Esau. And one day, Jacob also deceived his father, Isaac, to give him the blessing that was supposed to be kay Esau. He deceived him. So, nangyari, when Isaac blessed Jacob, because Jacob deceived his father, because yung tatay niya during that time, matanda na, malabo na yung mata. So, he was able to steal it. Tapos yung nalaman ni Iso, ninakaw ni Jacob, yung birthright niya, yung blessing na dapat para sa kanya. Jacob ran away. And when he ran away, pumunta siya sa tatay niya and say, he was pleading with Isaac, bigyan mo akong blessing. Bigyan mo naman ako. And Isaac was saying, wala na. But he pleaded. So Isaac spoke a blessing kay Esau. Uh, uh, so in Genesis 27, verse 39 to 41, we can see, Then Isaac, his father, answered and said to him, Behold, away from the fatness of the earth shall your dwelling be, and away from the dew of heaven on high. By your sword you shall live, and you shall serve your brother. Okay, remember that highlight. You shall serve your brother. But when you grow restless, you shall break his yoke from your neck. Now Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing which his father had blessed him. And Esau said to himself, of course, the day of when my nawala na yung father ko, papatayin ko tong kapatid ko. Yun, yun yung sinabi niya. So here, we can see that supposedly, yung sinabi sa kanya na blessing is that you will serve your brother. Imagine that, di ba? Eh, ako yung nakakatanda eh. Tapos, ito yung makukuha ko. Ang serve ko, yung nakabata akong kapatid. That was his, ano, yung, that was how Esau saw it. That was how Esau saw the whole situation. Esau did not like the word that was given to him compared to the blessing that Jacob received. You know what? That is the problem with us people. When we start to compare the blessings that we have with other people, we start to neglect the blessing that was given to us. Here we can see in verse 41 that Esau himself ano, acknowledged Diba? That it is a blessing with which his father had blessed him. Kumbaga, nakikita natin dito that yes, you are called to be a servant, but it is still a blessing. Sometimes we think, ah, meron lang ako neto, siya ang dami neto. So we don't see the blessing that we have because we start to compare it with other people. You know what? That's the reason why there's this angel named Lucifer that eventually fell down and became Satan because he started to compare himself with God because he was full of, full of pride, envy, greed, and jealousy. And when we compare ourselves with other people, we will never be contented and we will never see the blessing that God has given us. It was given by God I also realized dito, I was thinking that when I was a young Christian, sinasabi ko, nag-grabe talaga si Jacob. Ninakaw talaga niya yung blessing ni, ni Esau. 
But then, if we are going to backtrack, flashback in chapter 25, I realized that hindi naman talaga ninakaw ni Jacob yung blessing. Because even before, it was already given a word para sa kay Rebecca, sa mga magulang nila, that is already a word kung ano yung magiging purpose, ano yung magiging destiny ni Jacob at saka Iso. If we're going to rewind in verse 25, in chapter 25, sabi dito in verse 23, And the Lord said to her, kay Rebecca, Two nations are in your womb, and two people from within you shall be divided, and one shall be stronger than the one. The older shall serve the younger. Ibig sabihin, even before, God was already planned that the one who will, where the Messiah or Jesus will be coming from, will be coming from this line of Jacob. Doon sa nakabata. It was already prophesied, it was already given, so it was not something that, that Jacob stole the, the blessing. Of course, this is also a lesson for us. That this a lesson for us that yes, probably God has a promise for us. That God has a promise to prosper you. God has a promise for you to do this, that you're going to have this. But if we are going to do it in our own way, like Jacob, if we would deceive, if we would steal, it is still wrong. If we would allow God to just let God take His, His grace, the course of His grace para sa buhay natin, we would realize na, Ah, Lord, ito pala plano mo talaga sa akin. Kumbaga, hindi natin kailangan pangunahan si God. He has a promise and a destiny for each and every one of us. And here, it was already promised kay Jacob, but yet, yun lang, nag-deceive pa siya. So that's a lesson that we can learn. And also, it, for Esau as well, if he only knew that from the very beginning, Ito na yung plano ni God. It should be a security for Him. Because yes, I may be a servant, but I could be the best servant. Kapatid ko to eh. Diba? Kasi if He loves His brother so much, kumbaga He will be ready to serve His brother. Like us. Diba? One, one of the things that is called about us as Christians, between us and God, is we are His children. But another description for us is that we are also His servants. But us, when God, when we are called servants of God, we never complain. Why? Because we know that our God is worthy of our praise. If we only see that the one that we serve is someone who is worthy, that the one that we serve is someone that we love, we are ready to serve that person. But I guess Esau had a bad heart. Or he was able to neglect that even if he was going to serve his younger brother, he never saw it as a blessing. I hope that we would see the blessings that God has given us in this lifetime, even the simplest. And here, we can see in verse 21 naman, pinag-usapan naman si Jacob, that he started to bless his grandchildren. Of course, we know Jacob, siya yung tatay na Judah, and of course, yung, pinaka, yung bunso niya is uh, Joseph. Joseph from the story, Joseph the Dreamer. Diba? And during this time, Joseph was already the second in command in Egypt. So he has a high position and he was able to get his family sa Egypt because there was a famine in the land. And he was able, after so many years, he was reconciled at saka nakita na sila ng kanyang uh, minamahal na magulang, minamahal na, na ama. When Jacob saw Two children. Sinabi niya, sino tong mga batang to? And Joseph said, these are my children. Kinukwento ko na lang. Alright? You, you can read it in Genesis 48. Alright? So, yan. Pagdating dito, so yung tinawag na ni Jacob, yung dalawang anak ni Joseph, Joseph went to Jacob with his sons. One is Ephraim on the right, Manasseh on the left. Ephraim was the youngest, Manasseh was the eldest. And the reason why Joseph went there, para paglapit kay Jacob, si Jacob was able to put his right hand kay Manasseh, which is the eldest. Because again, culture, they would see that the right hand is the, is the place, kumbaga, ito yung may blessing. May blessing rin yung left, pero parang second rate yung left. Ganun yung ano niya. So, gusto niya yung right hand, Sabi ni Joseph, kay Joseph, gusto niya yung right hand 
ni Jacob ng aking ama, gusto ko mapunta kay Manasseh because he is the eldest. Alright? But then, Jacob did something different. When the two kids approached, he did not place his hands like this. But he started to place his hands crossway. So ngayon, ang nangyari is that na-bless ngayon ni Jacob si Ephraim, the youngest. And sabi pa ni Joseph, Teka, teka, dad, ano, hindi yan yung eldest, this the youngest. And sabi ni Joseph, I know, I know. Pero this is the will of God. And he was even saying that pareho naman sila mabibless. But the younger will be greater than the elder. And here we can see the story, as we look at the story of Isaac and Jacob, we can see the life of Isaac and Rebecca Muna, we can see their preferences, that they had preferences when it comes to their children. We can see that Isaac had a preference for Esau because he was the firstborn. He was also a man who loves sports, ganyan. Si Rebecca naman has a preference for Jacob because he loves culinary. Yan, mahilig siya magluto. Preference. That's a problem when we have favoritism when it comes to family. And here, you can see Joseph have a preference as well. Gusto ko mas mabless yung eldest because he is the firstborn. He, he should get more of the blessings. Because of our personal preferences, we sometimes reject the will of God. Sometimes because of our personal preferences, we don't hear from God. But here from this story, as we see and study this, we can see that we may have our own preferences, but still at the end of the day, God is sovereign. God is sovereign. So when it comes to blessing the next generation, we should bless the next generation beyond their circumstance and beyond our preference. We should bless the next generation beyond our, their circumstance and beyond our preference. Sometimes when we speak to the next generation, sometimes we are able to say words that instead of bringing power sa kanila or good words, we are giving fear. We are bringing discouragement or destruction. I remember one time when we were going to, to the office with my wife and my neighbor, talaga, hindi yung kusan ako nakatira ngayon, ha? kasi meron ako mga kapit-bahay doon na nandito sa church. Pero before, I remember that time when we were going home, I was closing the gate already and there's this dad, parent, naglalaro yung mga anak niya. E tapos yung mga anak, medyo, syempre, bata, magulo, ganyan, mga 9 a.m. siguro yon. The dad started to get angry and he, 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 he said to the kids, sabi niya, Hoy, ano ba kayo? Ang gugulo nyo. Hindi nyo ba nakikita yung nanay nyo natutulog? Ang ano nyo? Stupid. In Tagalog. Alright? Ganon. Ganon. Imagine that. Imagine hearing that, the child hearing that from a person, supposedly a person who is a source of love and affirmation, tapos nun, dun yila maririnig yun. Di ba? Kumbaga, we are to speak blessing to the next generation, not destruction or give them fear. Sometimes we would ask when they would come, di ba, galing sa gimmick, sa kagaling gimmick, di ba, minsan dati in our generation, pag sabi mong gimmick, parang negative yun. Ano yan, gimmick na yan, ganyan. Bakit pala mata mo? Di ba, pwede naman, wala, nagkamot lang, ganyan. Tapos yun, magbibigay ka ng sagot, ah, sasagot ka pa, Diba? Tapos yun, so tatay mo, umalis ka na, pumunta ka sa, sa, sa kwarto mo. So punta ka naman sa kwarto, bigla sabi, oh, tatalikod ka pa. Diba? Parang sila nalilito, parang they are already confused. Sometimes we have to understand, not sometimes, pero we have to understand that we are to speak life. We are to bless the next generation. Sometimes we would see people or, the, or some mall, diba? Minsan, barkada yan, ang gulo. Tapos yun, minsan, ako, I, sometimes I would catch myself being irritated. Parang ang ingay naman ng mga to. Kasi magkakasama lang kayo. Kung hindi naman kayo magkakasama, hindi naman kayo ganyan. Yung ganun, di ba? Ang gugulo nyo, ganyan. Hindi, parang ang saya-saya nyo ngayon, hindi nyo alam kung ano pinagpaghihirap na ginagawa ng magulang nyo. Sometimes ganun. That we would say those words instead of blessing them. Instead of giving hope. Instead of praying for them. By faith, Isaac invoked future blessings. 
And when we talk about blessing, we have to understand all blessing comes from God. Ultimately, it is God who gives the blessing. There is, when it comes to God, there is no limit kapag nagbibigay siya ng blessing. That's a problem of what happened to Isaac, Rebecca, Esau, Jacob, Joseph. It's because, because of their culture, because of their mindset, they thought that, that limited si God pagdating sa pagbibigay ng blessing. Kaya kailangan, ang mabless ay yung firstborn, yung my birthright. Kailangan siya. But if we are able to understand that our God is a God who has unlimited or source of unlimited blessing, walang inggitan na mangyayari. Because we will be able to know that God, if you bless that person, I know you can bless me as well. Why? Because He is our Father. And the reason why we can call Him Father is because of what Jesus did on the cross. Because He died for our sin, He rose from the dead, and as we have made Him as our Lord and Savior, we start to have a relationship with God, and we can call Him our Father, our Daddy. And since He is our Daddy, we could ask blessings from Him na hindi niya we withhold para sa atin lahat. Someone told me a few days ago that tayong lahat dito, whatever generation you are in, that we are the next generation of the previous generation. That means that our God is a God of all generations. And if you are here, probably you're here and you have a father that, who is an absentee father, always remember this, that God will never leave you nor forsake you. And another thing, besides us knowing and understanding that every blessing comes from God as well, I guess this is one of the things that for us parents, that the scripture is reminding us that we have a role to play in blessing our children. Here we can see Isaac blessed his children. Not just Jacob, but also Esau. You know what? As parents, it is an opportunity for us, given by God, to bless our children. As fathers, as fathers, including if you are a single mom here, or even if you're a mom, mother, pero the spirit of, fa- of fatherhood is in you. As fathers, we could either help our children see who our Heavenly Father is, or we can be a hindrance for them. Ibig sabihin, the privilege that has been given to us that to bless our children is in a way mirrors. We help them understand that as I bless you, son, my daughter, this is how our Heavenly Father blesses us as well. How I show goodness or good, says good words to you, give destiny to you, that is also the intention of your Heavenly Father, of our Heavenly Father. Kasi minsan tayo, as parents, tayo minsan yung nagiging hadlang for our children to know who God is. You know what? When it comes to blessing, it's good as we bless our children materially with our resource. Put them in the best school. If you have the resources, give them the best clothes, kain salabas. That's, that's all good. God has given you that to bless your children materially. But also, let us never neglect that we have a responsibility not only to bless our children materially, but also we have a responsibility to bless our children spiritually. Sometimes our children, especially if they're younger, they will try to talk to us, diba? dad, dad, mama. Probably sometimes we are too busy, ganyan. Meron akong ginagawa, nanonood ako, magkakagtagpo na yung soap opera na pinapanood ko. Mamaya na, pag natapos na, let us not neglect the next generation. We are to give time to the next generation. And here in Deuteronomy 6, verse 6 to 7, sabi, and these words that I command you today, shall be on your heart. Sinabi dito sa Deuteronomy, kayo tayo, yung mga matatanda, mga magulang, kailangan nasa puso natin to when it comes to God's Word. Knowing it, kailangan nasa puso. Hindi lang yung pag-attend, pero dapat, miski umatend ka ng church, kailangan nasa puso mo. Because kung wala yan sa puso mo, hindi, hindi mo yun magagawa. Kasi besides us nasa puso, kailangan nakikita rin yan na sinasabuhay natin. That's why it should be in our hearts. And he says here in verse 7, Now, if it's in your heart, you shall teach them diligently to your children. And you shall talk of them 
when you sit on your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down. In other words, it should be a lifestyle. It should be intentional when we speak to our children about the Word of God. And sometimes, one of the things that I is that I would look for the internet and I would search in Google uh, coloring materials. <laughs> coloring materials for Bible characters. Yan, coloring materials, Bible characters. Ngayon, I would search pictures na pwede kong iuwi, tapos yun, ipiprint ko yun, tapos yun, ipapakita ko sa anak ko, alright, let's color this. And yung kinocolor na pala namin is either uh, Moses parting the Red Sea, it's either Noah's Ark, it's either David and Goliath. And the, the reason behind that is because I am taking time to to impart to to my daughter who the the Bible characters are. Kumbaga, we are starting to become intentional. After the service, probably you're here, you have your kids, you can talk to your kids. You can talk to them, how was the service? How's the the service in kids? Ano yung natutunan mo? Ano yung crafts na ginawa mo? Wow, that's so nice. You made an angel. Ganyan. Because at the end of the day, you know what? It is our responsibility as parents to teach the Word of God. Meron sometimes we would wonder, bakit ba tong mga anak natin, bakit, why are they so crazy para na silang mga, mga monkey? <laughs> Katatakbo, ganyan. Probably there is a big gorilla in the house na ginagaya nila. <laughs> Kaya they are running around like monkeys. Diba? Why? Because tayo nakikita ng ating mga anak. Also, it talks about Jacob. Jacob, the grandfather of Manasseh and Ephraim. It talks about a third party. It talks about if you are a ninong here, a ninang, a tito of, or titas of Manila. Yan. You are part of this. If you are a single person here, kung if you are a lolo or lola na iwan sa iyong bata, it is a privilege for us to speak blessing sa ating mga inaanak or sa ating mga apo. My prayer, every time I would do a child dedication para sa mga ninong and ninangs, I would always tell them, my prayer for you guys is this, that one day when this kid, when this kid grows up, that this kid would thank you because you became a good example to this kid. Yes, the parents have a responsibility, but also, ultimately, they responsible in bringing that child up. But us, we have a responsibility as well. And that's the reason why I like here in Victory because I am a first-generation Christian. My parents are not Christian. In other words, they weren't able to speak life to me. But when I was here in Victory, someone spoke life to me when I was part of a Victory group. Yes, I did not have parents or Christians who spoke life, but they became my spiritual parents in speaking life. And that's the reason why every week we would say that be part of a Victory group. Because you need, we need to hear these words as well. That, that we should have spiritual parents that would speak life to us. How do we do this? How, do, how can you speak life to a person na parang minsan nakikita mong bumabagsak yung anak mo, sa tingin mo na walang mapupuntahan, hindi nakikinig sa atin. Paano ba natin gagawin to? Well, basically... When we speak life, it, we, when we speak life, it, we don't speak life because of how we see children. We speak life in not how we see street children, ganyan, or our own children, or yung inaanak natin, kasi magulo, ganyan. When we speak life to them, we speak life by faith. That's why they were commended. Sila Isaac and Jacob, because they spoke these words para sa kanila by faith. And what is faith. Basically, in Hebrews 11, verse 1, this is our first part, no, ng whole of faith. It explains kung ano yung faith. Faith is the essence of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen, whereby the people of old received their commendation. It's a conviction of things not seen. Hindi ko pa nakikita dito sa batang to na magpo-prosper siya dahil magulo siya, gusto lang niya magbarkada, gusto lang niya mag-video games, ganyan, late na umuwi, but I will speak life to this because ganun nga yung faith. And our basis for that faith is this. By faith, we understand that the universe was created by the Word of God. Us understanding, God, you are a God who can create something out of nothing. And right now, God, I can see to this child, walang patutunguan to. 
But since I know you are a God who can create something out of nothing, I know that you can do something in this child. Sa aking pamangkin, sa aking inaanak, sa aking anak, Lord God. Because that is the basis of my faith. My faith is not based on what I can see, but my faith is based on what you see, God. Basically, when we talk about faith, faith sees what God sees. How do we see the next generation? How do we see the next generation? If you are here right now and you were born out of wedlock, you are an illegitimate child, you are an accident, let me tell you this, that God loves you, that He is your Heavenly Father, that there is no such thing as an accident. I myself was, was adopted until 30 years old. Doon ko lang nalaman na ampun ako. And sabi ko, people were asking me, hindi ka ba galit? May bitter, bitter ka ba? Sa, sa isip ko, bakit ako magiging bitter? Ano yun? Maalala mo kaya? Then I realized, sa marami kong nakilala na ganun rin, inadapt, I realized na ganun rin. They were bitter, ganyan. But I am so thankful that there are people who spoke to my life, spoke destiny to my life. So when at the age of 30, when I found out that I was adopted, my identity was not based on that incident in that circumstance already. Because my identity was already based on the words spoken to me. That I am a child of God. That I am a world changer. That I can make a difference no matter what profession I'm going to be in in the future. I know that I am a child of God. That's the reason why it's very important that we should bless the next generation beyond their circumstance and beyond our preference. And right now, as we talk about looking beyond, in our School of Campus Ministry, this is the training grounds for our future campus missionaries. And this year, we interviewed yung last batch in, ano naisip nila when we talk about the next generation? I hope that we would see their hearts. Most of them doesn't really have children. How much their passion is in reaching the next generation. So let's watch this video. How do I feel? see the students, I see them as sons and daughters of God. Na kailangan ma-redeem back to Him. <laughs> it breaks my heart because um, a lot of them, they don't know their purpose. They don't know their true identity. They settle for less. With wrong relationships and uh, organizations. Ganyan din ako dati. I was lost. Hindi ko alam purpose sa buhay. They don't know what, what can I do. Do I, have, do I please my parents? Do I please myself? I see them as a sheep without a shepherd. They have a great future ahead of them, but some of them are really misaligned. Some of them are fighting for the wrong things. There are many philosophies that are being taught inside the campus. It, it breaks me when they identify themselves as being part of the world. They don't know where to go. They don't know their direction in life. The same thing na gano'ng habigat sa akin yung pagkukulang before, yung longing ko, that same burden yung nakikita ko sa kanila. Someone has to finish it, that you are more than what you think. When you look at them, and look at them in the lens how God sees them. Itong mga studyante na to, sila yung dahilan, kasama ko, kasama natin lahat. Sila yung dahilan ko bakit namatay si Jesus Christ ako. Kailangan nila si Lord sa buhay na yung love lang ni God yung makapag-satisfy, yung love lang ni God yung makapagbigay ng securities. I want them also to know na anak sila ng Diyos. It's seeing every student transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ. Maintindihan niya lang kung gano'n siya kamahal ni God. Maintindihan niya lang kung ano yung gospel. Kasi si Jesus Christ yung daan para magkaroon ng purpose ng buhay nila. It will help them know that in this dark world, there is light. Even though may mga struggles tayo, nag-fall tayo, may pag-asa pa rin. When they realize that it's a daily walk, it's not a pressure to walk with Jesus, it really gives them freedom. We need to let them see who they really are meant to be. When I see students in the campus, I see our future society. Because when we reach out to one student, we reach out to their family. We can see kung sino yung magiging susunod na nanay, na tatay. 
Can you imagine that we are also reaching out the future families? I see a family that someday that family will be a blessing to the community. They would be a Christ-centered family with a mission. I see future leaders, I see world changers, I see future presidents, future senators, future doctors of this nation. They will be able to uphold God's teachings, they will be able to uphold biblical foundations in those areas. We will have a nation and a generation with leaders that fears God, walks in integrity, and leads with excellence. It's impossible that we don't have leaders that have faith in God. I feel also hope. I feel that gladness that there's still hope in our nation, in our community, in our society. Not just being right in the society, but being right in, the, in God's eyes. The mindset that everything that they will do is a worship to God. I am so privileged to become an instrument para malaman nila kung kaya sila kamahal ni God. I feel excited and I feel, I feel assured that this is the call that God has for me. This is the call that God wants me to do. God has so much plans for their future and that is why we change the campus and change the world. But that is the heart of our Every Nation Campus Ministry. And if they themselves has a heart, I believe that it is a challenge for us as well to have the heart for the next generation. You know what? In the U.S. right now, they are indoctrinating their, the next generation already. They are indoctrinating the next generation in ways that are against God's ways. They're indoctrinating even as early as six years old. A six-year-old kid or seven is already being informed that he has a right to choose his sexuality, that he has a right to choose if he's going to be a boy or a girl. And probably some people, because that's the generation right now, you are so primitive. If you don't believe that, I'm not primitive. I just have common sense. <laughs> just look at the mirror. And if we are not, and if we are not vigilant in looking after the next generation, Usually, whatever happens in the United States, in other countries, after a few years, it will come into this nation as well. That's why even up to this point, we have to be vigilant in protecting the next generation. And parents, if you're a parent here, are you with me? To raise up a generation that fears God and honors God. You know what? Probably you're here right now and you are having a hard time as well to probably bless your children. It's probably because, again, like I said, you are a first-generation Christian. You don't know how to bless your children because tayo mismo hindi na-bless ng ating mga magulang. And because of that, probably some of us have bitterness towards them. Probably they were, they were good people, but they neglected us in a way. They were so busy with work, with stuff. Or probably you're this group of people that, that, that you're bitter because they, instead of blessing you, they gave curses. Tanga ka, bobo. Ano ka ba? Walang alam? Those words that have been given to you. But you know what? God is our Heavenly Father. God is our Heavenly Father who wants to speak a blessing to your life. And us being here right now, us Christians, I believe that we are called to rise up. To rise up in a way that, God, I refuse to believe what my father told me. I still respect him because he has given it to me. But I refuse to, to receive those words. Because baka siya mismo, he had a parent who does not know God. Hindi rin niya alam. But I believe that at this moment, this is a good time for us to, to take this time to as, first as parents, to just receive the forgiveness of God. Probably some of us here also spoke destructive words sa ating mga, magu sa ating mga anak. That we were able to speak instead of life, we, speak, we spoke destruction sa buhay nila. And if you are a child here, kung anak ka, probably you're here as well that you were able to say bad words to your parents. Alright? That you start to disrespect them, ganyan. Probably you wish you, you were in the different family. Siguro sana mas mayaman yung magulang ko, ganun. Sana mas mabait. Can I invite the kids to come in front already? Tapos yun, can I ask Ryan to come here? Representing the parents and also Zoe. Representing the children. 
right? Even as Zoe is, how old are you, Zoe? Ten. Ten years old. Actually, as he represents us, anak, lahat naman tayo dito anak eh. Alright? And as the kids are coming here, these kids are ages uh, seven to preteen. So if you have a child that is aged three to six years old, nandun po sila sa likod. Hindi na namin sila dinala dito, baka sila magwala sila pag nakita nila yung mga magulang nila. So right now, can I have a mic? Tapos yun, uh, for all the parents, Ryan will lead us to a prayer of repentance and good stewardship in raising up our children. For all the parents, let's all pray. Lord, we thank you, God, for this day, O God. And we come before you, Lord, asking for forgiveness. We acknowledge, God, that the children, our children are, is not ours, Lord, it's yours. Lord, we ask for forgiveness if we fail to raise our children the way you want them to be raised, O God. Lord, patawarin niyo po kami, Panginoon, if we failed you to lead them to your righteousness. Forgive us, O God, kung may mga nabitiwang kaming masasakit na salita sa aming mga anak. Mga salita, Lord, na tumanim sa kanilang puso. Mga curses, insult, Lord. Mga salitang nag-cause, Lord, ng inferiority complex. Mga salita, God, na nag-cause ng, uh, ng pagtingin nila sa sarili nila na mababa. Lord, mga nag-cause ng confusion and even rebellion. Lord, we humbly come before you and we ask for your precious blood to cleanse us, O God. Lord, Lord, let us be reminded by your Spirit of our responsibilities to bless our children daily. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. So, all of the kids here in front may we lift our hands to our parents. We'll just pray for them. Lord, I thank you that these are the next generation, Lord. Um, we ask forgiveness to you, Lord, and to our parents that all of us kids that we have said bad words to our parents, Lord, we didn't obey them and we didn't follow them correctly, Lord. And Lord, also I pray that all of their dreams, Lord, they will come, it will come true, Lord. And Lord, I also pray that all of us here will will be able to know Your Word, and they will able to share Your news, Your the good news, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Lord, even right now, I speak healing, Lord God. I speak healing to everyone, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that you are the God who can restore. You are the God who can make all things new. Thank you in our failures as children and as parents, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that we can learn from you, from your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.